All right, gentlemen, we'll call to uh, order the meeting of the security at the campsite of uh, Nouvelle Floride. So, does anybody have any questions as to the working order or anything that may have happened recently? N anyone? Mark, come on, you start. Questions? Well, I was just wondering about the new uniforms. I mean, who actually chose the the uniforms? Well, it was, um, you know, uh, Graham, the camp choreographer. Right. I thought it had the signature of someone that was a little, shall we say, effeminate and flamboyant? What's that? Why? What's the problem? Well, they're in light blue and pink with a yellow stripe across them. And the boots, these um, little hush puppy suede nip at the ankle boots and things. Well, I mean, what's wrong with that? We're trying to soften the approach for the securities, from the aggressive style of all in black to the approachable, amenable sort of look. Mm. And this little sort of panam quiff of a cap that we've got on our heads. You know, it might be funny, but I feel as I stepped on board or stepped off the Starship Enterprise. It, well, it's to soften the style, give give our clients a little, you know, give us give them a little more confidence and not intimidate them with fear and things. We don't want to sort of camouflage and combatants, do we? Hmm. It's just a bit blingy, all this. That's all. I mean, look at the badge. It's even, you know. It's okay, it spells security, but it's a shooting star in silver and pink blazing across the surface with stars on it. You may as well just say, I'm a homosexual. Don't be silly. Don't be silly. It doesn't look like that. It looks a bit, a bit like Michael's trying to remake the uh, scene of Jane Fonda in Barbarella to me. It looks like sort of, well, oh. Michael's done the research, and uh, the top brass has okayed it, so, you know, what can we do? What can we do? Hmm. Maybe dye them? No, 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 don't be silly. Instead of this uh, paramilitary attack, 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 we want to lower the confrontational level down. Yes, but don't forget, we're trying to carry, you know, we're trying to carry a sort of, shall we say, Manly macho-ness. We, we're having trouble with this sort of thing. We don't carry anything but a feminine gay parade of some sort. I mean, let's face it, we've got 3,000 people on this side, most of them from South Yorkshire, pit villages. They're on a cheap package tour. By the time they've been bust, bust down here for 48 hours, you know, they're raging for a drink and usually fighting drunk by 4 o'clock. By the midnight hour, well, you know, we're armed to the teeth, Try and quieten them down. We've got gas guns, truncheons, rape alarms, walkie-talkies. Well, yes, you need them. Exactly. I mean, if we're going to look as though we've just joined a gay pride march, then uh, we can be armed to the teeth, but we're still guaranteed to run into trouble with this. No, 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 I think it'll soften the approach. Well, I think you're being a bit of a killjoy, Mark. Not really. I mean, take last night, you know, a bit of a battle. Especially when night falls and Vino, Vino Blanco takes hold. And, uh, yeah, that's another thing. What did happen last night? I mean, I've had a quick glance at the security book. It looks like all hell broke loose from its moorings. What happened? How did it start? What, the first instance or the 20th? 
We'll start with the first. Well, two Scousers, okay, Liverpoolians, that um, you know, massive type engineers, huge, all sat there in singlet vests, bristling with muscle, and they got full of brew. We had to call the uh, gendarmes, and then uh, you know, one went for the gendarmes and ended up with a broken collarbone, a fractured nose, and we had to put three rounds of tear gas into him to try and even stop him, and then they, you know, taser gun. It's, I thought, geez, I thought the gendarmes were going to have to put a couple of rounds into him. Oh dear. This is what I mean, you know, it's all right being dressed up as though we're on the Starship Enterprise, but we are dealing with some pretty, pretty dangerous stuff. Anyway, fortunately, he's been deported. He blew up up at the station as well. Pretty a bit of a psycho. Exactly. Well, then again, you know, if you were in the soft, gay, well, not gay, but soft um, security dress, it may have not. It's because you're in cam camouflage and carrying weaponry that, you know, the guy probably felt intimidated. Well, he certainly intimidated us, that was sure. And also, what's happened on the annex side, the VIP section? By all accounts, the choreographer got gassed last night. And his two cats, along with his live-in partner. What's... Well, the cats, well, they were rabid. They went straight for us, came... And Loverboy Blue was bouncing, you know, Michael... Yeah, the secondary choreographer was getting bounced off the walls. We had to shoot the pair of them. He came back, you know, he came through a couple of plate glass windows to try and get to us. And, uh, well, well, anyway, uh, it's had to be the choreographers had to go to Spain to Rosas, see a shrink. And, you know, a couple of, you know, spent a couple of weeks down there, at least. And don't forget, he is actually running the show, literally running the show. He's got a troop of, of people to train to get ready. And he's two weeks now down there trying to... That's if he even ever comes back or recovers from being tear-gassed. He thought he'd been shot because the gas guns are that noisy. He thought, he thought you'd actually executed him. <sighs> and what's happened to the... There's some... Rounds of ammo missing. It should be, it, we're not accounted to... There's three rounds, I think. Two. Okay, two. What's happened to those? Well, the fat, uh, the fat chef, Pierre, he walked into security, had a few drinks and whatever, and picked up one of the guns off the table and uh, let off two rounds. He gassed everybody in there. Four people gassed. Oh, brilliant. I'll tell you what, it sounds like we're going to have to take a bit more care here. Hmm? So far, we've got a couple of cats, a chef, and a choreographer. Two choreographers gassed. I mean, also, somebody's shooting the speakers. We have to watch out for this. They, somebody shot all the speakers off their posts. They, I, I went to use the antenna system the other day, and, and nothing worked. None of the speakers are there. What's going on? Oh, that's Danny. Danny? Who's Danny? He's putting up the fence around the perimeter. Yeah, but what's he shooting the speakers for? Well, he was employed as well as, uh, you know, we call him Danny, Dingo Dan, Dan, Danny. He's a bit of a Tasmanian devil. Dark little thing with a terrible temper. And, well, yeah, he shot the speakers because uh, there were a couple of cats hiding in there. Rubbish. Well, he, he thinks that, you know, they're feral and they're, they're a bit like possums. They hide out in these things. What a load of rubbish. They're not possums. He's a maniac. Make sure you call him in. I need to have a word with him. And uh, this this other thing that's written down in the security book, 
the diary. Uh, the Ditch Divers Club. There's two two more people. What is this Ditch Divers Association? There's two more people being um, dragged out of some ditch or something and suffering from hypothermia. They've just about shuffled across the coil. What's that all about? Well, you know the sort of little river that runs down the road all the way down into town? Ice cold at the moment. Down to Camille's Bar. When everybody gets absolutely sideways and squiffy um, there's quite a few people well each night they keep falling in there right and the minibus how did the minibus end up in there oh yeah well it's in there don't forget it's a write off virtually I mean it's six inches of water over the roof who's be, who was driving the thing Dougie I think Dougie so did everyone get out alive? I mean, six inches of water above that. Is there some dead bodies in there that we need to know about? Also, one of the speedboats. Has somebody... Uh, we're missing a speedboat. Ah. Where's that? Has that been stolen? or No, that's also... Uh, that's at the bottom of the drink in the harbour. We're having it towed out. Oh, marvellous. How did that... What's happened there? Well... It's, it's anchor chain. It, it dragged in a huge, you know, in that grand tempest that we had in the med. In the med, it's, uh, well, it ended up on the rocks, and uh, so we're minus minibus, or one minibus, one of the speedboats. I mean, Jesus Christ, these things are brand new, and then we've got one at the bottom of the drink. Well, two at the bottom of the drink. Uh, what else is down here in the book? There, here, tents fires. What's this? Tent fires on the swamp. Where, what's this all about? Uh, it's tent fires, yeah. So, yes, what, what, where, where's the swamp? Well, it's the staff quarters. It's halfway down the street to Camille's Bar. This Camille's Bar seems to be coming into question quite a lot. Don't tell me somebody came back from Camille's Bar and has burnt down the entire campsite. Well, not the entire, sir. No, 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 just half. Great. So we've got half half the uh, swamp staff quarters burnt to the ground. Who's responsible for that? Uh, Dougie. Dougie. So Dougie's responsible for the minibus and the yeah. And what else? And the speedboat. Uh, do we, who is this Dougie? Who is he? Well, he's a big Aussie. You know, I mean, it's two hundred Australians here, right? What's he look like? A bit of a mountain man. Did the truck to Saint-Tropez, you know, the 12-tonner, smash that up, tore the doors off it and uh, smashed all the sides in. So he's done the minibus, the 12-tonner, the speedboat and the, and the, um, what, what's, what else has he done for God's sake? What's the other thing? Well, uh, yeah, speedboat, minibus, what is the other thing? Uh, also, sorry to say, he's burnt the tents down and, um... He's also burnt a clutch out on one of the Toyota pickups. Well, this guy's just a, just a nightmare, isn't he? Anyway, let's. No one, nobody's been injured in the tents, have they? No. What happened? He got squiffy down at Camille's bar. Uh, came back and somehow broke the top off his gas bottle. Went off like a bit of a firework, round and round and round. The tents are plastic. All went up in flames. Why didn't he? Surely. Does surely raise the alarm, didn't he? Not quite. He went across and got a bit of a beef burger from the, you know, the stands that are on the road there. Beef burger. And just watched it go up. 
seems he was a little bit yeah yeah basically watch them burn marvellous I think we better have a word with Dougie he sounds uh, these Antipodeans they seem to be very 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 partial to the brew uh, where where are they getting it from oh they're getting it from uh, uh, the wine truck what wine truck you see we've also got a doctor's bill that all of them have had to have vitamin injections to save them virtually dying all they seem to be living on is alcohol and boiled eggs. Is that right? Yes. And where do you say this alcohol's coming from? A wine tanker. I thought there was... We're in the middle of nowhere and they've managed to... So they walked down... How far's Camille's Bar? Three miles. You see, I thought we were going to be safe with this. So they're walking three miles, falling into the river on the way back, and there's also a wine tanker now coming round. How big's the wine tanker? About half the size of a normal one. Huge then. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, five hundred, but thousand gallons. Great. And how much is it? Two francs a liter. Two francs a liter. You see, I've seen people with watering cans full of this stuff at the at the side of the tents. There's a watering can full of red wine. Yeah, yeah. They're bathing in it. Virtually, I mean, one guy filled up a bathtub. Right. So these monstrous amounts of grog, then, we can't stop it. Not really. I mean, they just... It's only relief they get on a Friday night. They slake it down and... Uh, oh, God. I mean, we're trying here to erect, you know, a campsite of a decent sort of carry-on for families and things. I mean, at the moment, we're just sort of... Uh, horrendous damage is being done. We, the staff, are doing more damage than the, the, the actual clients that are, are down here. So the two pickups are out, minibus, uh, one of the speedboats, uh, oh God, three tonne, 12 tonnes out, and the to oh, I just don't believe this. I mean, the <sighs> what happened to the um, pickup then? How to, how, what's happened to these things? Well, it turns out Dougie can't drive a stick shift. He's only driven automatics, that's why the truck and everything, he's having trouble driving them. But he's the one with all the licences. He's got about ten licences. That's why we've employed him. He can fly a plane. He can you know, seemingly, you know, t you know, sail a cruise liner. He can he can do anything, or so he says. Mm. Anyway, burnt out the clutch on the way to the airport, picking the boss up. Great, that's a good start. The big boss, you mean? Yeah. All right. Did he get back? No. Fantastic. So anything that flies, floats, you know, he he can destroy, is basically what you're saying. Christ. Call him in. Call him in. We better have a word with him. And the other one, what's his name? Dingo. Yeah, Dingo Danny. Yeah, yeah make sure he comes too. Oh, I mean, this guy's just a some sort of maniac. Oh, there's the other thing as well. Put some security on. Uh, we're getting a load of theft up at the top storage unit most of the uh, we looked over there most of the pots and pans well not most of them but a third of the pots and pans have gone missing there's th thousands of um, hesky coal boxes full of uh, you know an entire crockery sets of they've all gone is somebody selling them or what's happening there not really, no. The Australians, they let them bake in the sun, you know, when they've used them. They've just been chucking them in the skips. Oh, I don't believe this. So it's the staff again. We can't, 
you know, we're going to run out of crockery by. So the staff, it's the staff that are virtually reducing the campsite to um, to a standstill. Yeah, pretty much. Or shall we say, mainly one sort of guy. Where's he from? Timber Timber Creek. He's way out back. He, um, I don't think he's ever been in civilization. Obviously. It sounds like a one-man doomsday machine. Let's have him down here. Have a word with him. Dougie. Sounds like Crocodile Dundee. Get him down here. Sounds like a madman. <laughs>